So we've entered the sensory deprivation chamber. What is out there? We're reaching out for something to guide us in the podcast. No cue cards, no teleprompters. It's just pure outtake. Can we rely on ourselves to make it through? Do we have what it takes? The pure existence of realism. Realism, we're real right now. We're alive. Acknowledging that. So what you hear is not. We didn't talk about anything yet. We're just flying off the. Off the cusp. Yeah. Of a cup. Yeah. Flying off the cusp? <laughs> it's like. That's kind of like a new thing. Like, I like that. Off the cusp. That's off the cusp, man. Okay. As opposed to, like, that's sweet or cool. That's cool. That's off the cusp. When it's. Really off the cuff. <laughs> it's not off the cusp. It's on the cuff. Think about that. It's a completely different meaning. When you're off when you're off the cusp, that's cool because you're on the cutting edge, on the cusp of things. You're on the cusp. But when you're on the cuff, you're you're flying the up the edge. S- exactly, you're flying on the sea of your pants. Yeah, edge. Wow, that's cool. That's kind of crazy to think about, but yet yeah, so close in spelling, but yet yeah, so different. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Cuff, cusp. Couple different letters in there, but yet. Yeah, Pretty darn close. I guess. So think about what you have two different means here. Like, oh man, that is off the cusp. Like, that's on the cutting edge. That's sick. That's awesome. Sweet. That's cool. But it's like, oh man, that's off the cusp. Cusp? If you're black. If you're black. That's uh, that's off the cuff. That's off the cuff. That's crazy. Cuss. No. And they mean cusp. No, so that's off the cusp has the meaning of that's sick. That's off the cusp. That's off the... (laughs) That's straight out of the ass right there. But we're trying to differentiate these terminologies here in the modern day form. <laughs> you have off the cuff represents that's that's just like crazy. You're like right? Yeah. That's off the cuff. That's off the cuss. I don't know what that is. What does that mean? Cuss? That's off the cuss. I thought there was cusp. I think there's a new one here. We got a third one. So you have that's off the cusp. Which is like, that's crazy. Then you have off the cuss. That's off the cuss. I don't know what that is, but that sounds like something. And then you have off the cuff, which is, means like, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Or wait. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> so off the cusp is like that's totally cool. Off the cusp, I don't know what that is. And then off the cuff is that's crazy. Yeah, so there's three terminologies we're trying to bring to light. I don't know, they just came out. We just asked. We just acknowledged our existence and existence 
brought us these this tongue twister here. <laughs> Are you following? <laughs> so, we're trying to evolve the linguistics of the culture. Linguistics, lingo. Yes. Evolving the lingo, the linguistics of our society. People have been saying the same terminologies for way too long. We need to evolve. <laughs> lingo, linguistics. We need to let go of linguistics. We've been saying sick for too long. We need to start saying that's off the cusp. And then if someone's out of getting crazy, then you say that person's off the cup. <laughs> if you need to use a lot of profanity, you need to say I'm getting off the cuss here. <laughs> I'm about to get off the cuss. That's about I'm about to get off the cuss here. I don't know, maybe not. I do definitely think we're onto something on those first ones though. What do you think? We seem to be pretty creative when we're uh, podcast form. We start creating words and slogans and it's kind of interesting. Interesting phenomena. We're half drunk form to formulate these kind of things yeah. you know to access those portals of reality in the mind <laughs> alright that's lame I don't listen to that um so back we're going to talk about some new stuff today. Back on the set, Nancy. Take one. Yeah, so, um, really, kind of want to touch on something we were talking about recently in a podcast, uh, talking about how Men will be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Yeah. And just seeing the problematic aspects of this. Um, oh, it's kind yeah. of like what we wanted to bring to light, I think, more or less. Because we've learned from history, apparently, uh, that there was like a worldwide flood. All the This wasn't just something that was written about in the Bible. It was written about in mythologies. It was written about in like all different civilizations talked about a flood. So the flood was real, everybody. I don't know. There's evidence. Don't just think just because the Bible talks about it that it's like, it's a fable. (laughs) No, there's tons of other like people that are bearing witness to this other than the Bible itself. So there was that. And according to the Bible, it says that part of the reason why God sent the flood is that because men's hearts were so like filled with evil like their thoughts were nothing but evil all day long and it's like that's really what I feel like we're headed towards right now seems like that's what we're dealing with yeah with all people I mean just Francis Blake, I know mentioned him, but what kind of evil had to be going on in his heart? To kill himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, to take such a drastic measure as that. Yeah. That's a prime example. And I agree, but it's just, and that's, once again, it's a byproduct of self self righteousness, I mean that's on the on the grandest of scales. A suicide is a self righteous act. I feel 
you know, to just say, fuck you all. I, I don't give a crap what anybody thinks or cares about me or anything. Yeah. It's a narcissistic move. Yeah, is, what does... I forgot what to say. <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately, we're just bringing the light here that the culture and society is going more towards a self-righteous, narcissistic lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God and lovers of their neighbor as themselves. This is going to become problematic, friends. Yeah. yeah. You can go ahead and think that, like, hating on people and, you know, not caring about laws and rules or the rules don't apply to you. I mean, there's so many people out there that want to act like the rules don't apply to them. Prime case in point here, people with cell phones driving on the road. They know it's not right. But they're self, so self-righteous and narcissistic and lovers of themselves that they think that the rules do not apply to them and apply to everybody else. It's like, no. Like, we have to acknowledge rules. We have to acknowledge loving our neighbor as ourselves. If we, we don't, have, we're towards a judgment. We have to and we're supposed to, but no one enforces that Well, that's the problem. The system doesn't want to enforce it upon the populace of its people. <laughs> and that's wrong, and that's why we have bad leadership. Because yeah. really, good leadership should... Uh, be actually an example to everybody of why you want to be like a good citizen and like be a law-abiding citizen. But when everybody's scandalous in government, like the Democrats, you can't really do that now, can you? (laughs) Well, and the Republicans too. I mean, I guess they have their share in the corruption probably. I'm sure. I'm just thinking that it's a lesser of the evil. My thought is that judgment in their minds are clouded. With all this transgender bullshit. <laughs> the transgender LGBTQ agenda is definitely tops on the uh, Democrats' list of things to get done. Yes. <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't know. Things to get done, mate. John Sally. What's that? Things to get done, mate. John Sally. John Sally? <laughs> Who's John Sally? Make, make John Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I know John Sally is. John Sally was a professional basketball player for the Pistons. This <laughs> is? Yes. I'm trying to be random as basketball player. Oh my god, dude, that was so funny, dude. Comedic hour on ANC. <laughs> now for a little comedy by Riley. <laughs> John <I>, Sally. <laughs> Silly Sally. <laughs> Silly Sally. Well, we gotta bring in a little bit of comedy and humor within such negative. Negative, bleak circumstances, suicides, and and judgment seats, and narcissists, and there's nothing. There's nothing really like too positive to talk about these days. I feel like bring a really real aspect to the table with anyone that I feel like Blake. And Justin are so detached from me that this suicide that who knows what Justin's up to. But I feel like well that I feel like without me in your life, you're going to commit suicide. Well, that's a good point. It's like, and that's, you know, true in that, you know, there is certain people, you know, that I think we have to be a part of, we have to be connected to. When we sever the connections, this is a good example, when we sever the connections from certain people, it, it could end up in a 
fatal circumstance. Yeah. Like, you know, you never know. Yeah. And, well, uh, most likely. That's why it's good to, you know, you know, realize the, the relationships in your life that you have and, and know how to keep those nurtured. You yeah. Because if you don't nurture them, like what happened with you and Blake, then something like that could happen, you know. Yeah. Just, I don't know. That's why it's not good, I think, to, like, have grudges against people, like, hold grudges, because then they do something like that, and yeah. and then there's, like, oh, man, it's just, like, I don't think that you and Blake, like, had necessarily a grudge, per se, but, um, it definitely, was, it definitely wasn't, like, a, a vibrant relationship, <laughs> by any means. <laughs> to say anything, there's no grudges. But I think you can, like, not talk to certain people for a long period of time and not necessarily have a beef with them or anything as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just that people are caught up in their lives and you're doing your thing and your paths just aren't crossing. Yeah. And I like to think that your and Blake's relationship was more a little along those lines than, yeah, there was, like, some kind of beef. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of pushed the issue a little bit. Fucking told them to fuck off and so just because it was up until his death, it was not a friend of mine. For years, up until injured. Yeah. So for like 10 years, now he has not been a friend of me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of based, but on the other hand, he was not a friend. Anymore, after so there was kind of like twenty five years of best friendship. Yeah, that is kind of like a, you know, kind of a little beefy, a little beefy there, <laughs> a little beefy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, um. I think we should continue to look further into this a little bit, what we're talking about, to change the subject, um, going back to this idea of judgment and societies and cultures going into uh, a direction that is going to lead into some sort of problematic situation. And, you know, I just feel like all this negative stuff that we've been seeing, like in the last episode, we're talking about, you know, all of the negative news, you know, out there. Mm -hmm. And I think like this is all just a byproduct of the society becoming more problematic because of people themselves, you know, and self-righteousness lovers of themselves, lover, people... A large range of populace of people being lovers of themselves is going to be problematic for the whole. They think we're not worshiping this. No, it's just they don't give a fuck. They're too fucking liberated. No, they got it too easy. That's the problem. And I think that's ultimately what the system has like Oh, that's a good point right there. Same damn thing. No, see, this is what it is, Riley. See, the system, the beast, has provided things so easily and they have a world domination plan that they want to implement everywhere where it's like they want to make things easy and then the more easier things become, the more self-righteous people become. Yeah. In turn. Yeah. Because it's easy. Well, they get to, they get to like, uh, resting on their laurels type concept. You know? And then it's uh, just like, they really don't realize they're being... The enemy sifting them. Uh-huh. You know, he's taking them down through making their life easy. Like, in the story of Faust, um, the drama of Faust, uh, Mephistopheles is the devil. He plays the devil in Faust. 
Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. Yeah, no he's shit. The yeah, and he. I just that is a new band that I've been into lately. Mephistopheles. Yeah. yeah. It's the devil. It's the devil from Faust. That's them. I wondered what that was. But that's but that's how the Mephistopheles works in Faust. I wonder what that was because if you start to trap it in. It pops up. What pops up? It also stops Mephistopheles. Yeah. And that's not a usual word to spell. No, it's not a usual word at all. But it pops up. It's funny, too, because Mephistopheles is also Dr. Mephisto. Oh. Like, on, uh, I believe... On South Park, Dr. Mephisto, like the crazy, like, uh-huh. genetic uh, scientist where he's, like, doing all, spicing all kinds of crazy stuff in South Park. Yeah, yeah. It's from, I believe it's from uh, Mephistopheles, like, they named him that for him. Uh-huh. Mephisto, Mephistopheles, it's just short for Mephistopheles, uh-huh. I believe. I don't know, I could be wrong. It sounds pretty damn close to me. Uh-huh. But, anyway, so... In the story of Faust, he, uh, the way he, like, tricks the people is into complacency and, like, making them, like, complacent? Yeah, and, like, inactive and, uh, like, where they, everything was provided for them, basically, like, and that's what the system's trying to do for us, and then in turn we become more stagnant, and that's communist. Communism. Yeah. Yeah. That's what communism wants. I just don't think America's communism in its constitution <laughs> in its loins. Uh-huh. There's, there's definitely a lot of people that are willing to fight there's against too many Americans that are patriotic and good people that want to go to work every day, that want to have careers. Yeah, that want to be, live the legit they life. They want <laughs> They want to live the legit life, what we were talking about last time. Yeah. They want that. Work by the sweat of their brow. Yeah. Which but the pieces leads me to think that there's a huge difference in what Venezuela and what in America. Probably, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. But, I mean, I'm just saying that just bringing to light this, this concept, you know, that the, the enemies are working against are trying to promote the self-righteous like aspect into our society because that's when we become vulnerable because then we like having everything provided for us we think we're something special life's easy for us and uh-huh. it just creates a it's like it's not like there's nothing to like there's no point in life anymore you're not working like part of a, a life is like working you know, I feel like by the sweat of your brow, I'm feeling like you're achieving and accomplishing something. I mean, I don't know. No, you're right. I mean, Americans want to be productive. If not for your job, then for your family. They want to be productive. Either for your homestead or your farm or your home or your fucking apartment. They want to be productive. I think you have to have a uh, sense of pride in that and like being self-sufficient and yeah. and uh, but no, obviously to the degree where you become a narcissist yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Another prime example of this is at the Tower of Babel, where it's like people. Like we're in rebellion against God, and I believe like they become, all those people became like self-righteous narcissists and immediately became problematic, and like to the point where God confounded their tongues, I believe. 
I think this was like another example because in, in the Bible, the wise man King Solomon said that there's nothing new under the sun. Uh. And so it's like what we're seeing in this day and age is like nothing that we that has not been seen before. Yeah. So in like what aspects has it been seen before? That's what I'm saying. Like before the flood. Uh, trippy, dude. The tower, and then immediately after the flood at the Tower of Babel, when the waters receded, and then like immediately they like wanted to re-resurrect this same kind of concept where everybody was like narcissistic and like self-righteous and like in the same accord. It was just you know where. And that's what they're really trying to do in our world right now is they're trying to have everybody in the same accord and it's an evolutionary kind of system. Yeah. Or only the strong survive. Only the strong, only the strongest narcissists survive in this system. Um, only, the, only the strongest self-righteous narcissists survive. It's not about strength. It's about narcissism. I say we're narcissists. No, I'm saying that. Narcissists. It's a, it's a, I'm saying that, like, in this kind of a day and age, I think that, like, like that's the only the thing that's going to survive in it because of that's the direction that the society is headed down once again, just like it was in previous eras, previous eons, epochs. Mm -hmm. Whoa. What do you think about what has to happen now? What has to happen now? Uh, well, there needs to be some kind of standard. Huh. I think. There needs to be some kind of standard of, of uh, rules or something. I don't know. Or like what's right and wrong. Or I just think I'm going back to the commandments are the best. No those way. are per those are pretty like pretty <clears throat> basic, you know, it's like tenets of life. Yeah. But I just think the further we get away from those kind of tenets, the more problematic things get. And we could be incurring like the judgment of God by by not addressing these issues. So we're talking about noise. Narcissistic the, noise. The birds, the, the backing up truck, the horns honking. It's all noise. Tons of it. There's a lot of noise out there. I'm not even adding to it. I'm just listening. Yeah, you're not contributing. You're not a contributor to the noise. Is noise bad? I don't think it's bad. I think it's just a fact of life. There's ah. always gonna be noise. No matter what you're doing. Is noise a byproduct of narcissism, though? People noise. running themselves, people running themselves ragged to accomplish as much as they can because they're humanists. Cause Who are in love with themselves rather than lovers of God, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Because of noise. Well, people coming and going to and fro over the breadth of the earth. Because they got so much stuff in their life going on, because they're trying to be a god. And they think of themselves as a god and everybody else as a peon. I don't know. It's very possible. <laughs> Plausible. Indeed. What is this? What? <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's what... Why is it impossible? Well, because of how people are 
going rambunctiously all across the the plane of existence on planet yeah. Earth, and they're doing it at a more rapid pace. You see, yeah. it's more rapid, and it's like you look at the the signs of one particular place at one point in time, the congestion of traffic going through it. You look at it like five years later, it's like twice as much, dude. You know, it's like growing and growing. It's like people are going across that area like even more and more and mm. more. You see? Yeah. It's like even faster and like just uh, no, you know, come at some point in time where just it's gonna be insane how people are going to be going to and fro uh-huh. teleporting in such a hurry uh-huh. I mean isn't that the ultimate like idea of like how you'd want to transport your your being in this existence would be a teleport as opposed to taking a car like oh I just want to go to uh, Rocket Bakery babe I'm there (laughs) I'm right at the front doorstep I'm dropped off right at the front doorstep and I'm there as opposed to like driving 15 minutes in a car motorized vehicle Uh is that the future of mankind teleporting moving so fast in such a hurry all the time (laughs) he's just teleporting (laughs) It's just teleporting from here to there, like, location to location, like, in, in a twinkling of an eye. And just dental being, that's what it is. A what? Existential being. Anxious, what being? Existential. Existential being? Yeah. Okay, I like that. Okay. It's very philosophical. I like it. But that's essentially, you're right, you know, what this kind of an existence would be. I think it's like we need to slow things down as opposed to ramp things up. Yes, Because that's one of the signs at the end that men are going to and fro over the breadth of the earth, like, so rapidly. You know? And this is where we get, like, when people are going so rapidly and in such a big hurry then you get like traffic jams to like piss those people off it's like the traffic jams are like a byproduct of like and I feel like the magic people got behind the war in Russia and almost caused it yeah yeah never know, dude. It's possible. Or to Trump don't fuck around on new grass. He <laughs> <laughs> was so bad for the planet, but capitalist venture capitalist fucking <laughs> Jesus fucking he he's the boss man we have had a better boss uh, just a boss man boss at the helm yeah <laughs> just a boss man that gets it done well and it did But hopefully we see more of that coming soon. As opposed to the dementia patient in the nursing home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Per se? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it comical. The, Gotta bring the comedy. The fucking grandpa in office now. <laughs> the senile grandpa in office. <laughs> but it's like we got it, we're we're 
living in a dark time and that's just like really what we have to address but we have to address it in the proper manner psychologically so it's like we don't succumb to the pressures of all the negativity that surrounds us in these dark times because dark times are here but we don't have to be overcome and overwhelmed by them is what we're really trying to like bring to light and so we're trying to infuse comedy or trying to anyway a little bit here and there to try to offset the negativity a little bit of leaven goes a long ways Anyone louder? No, it's fine. I know. Pulsating. It's got a nice pulsation. Look at that shit right there. We're like perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, dude. something that never ends an everlasting pleasure that never dies an everlasting high where you never come down see I think you can picture as a line pointing one direction and you feel that There's a void with the I fucking don't know. I confuse myself. It's just such a deep thing is what you're trying to convey, I think. That it's just it's flabbergasting you right now. Uh, yes. It's such a it's such a deep point you're trying to make. About uh, the nature of existence. Uh, <laughs> indeed. Oh man, no thank good shit. <laughs> I don't know how you put that. It's like you were going somewhere real fast, but then got blindsided by a car. It <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like knocked your train of thought right out of right out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak maybe I don't know but really uh, I mean I think that noise is noise good I thought that like noise was bad I think that like noise is like kind of obnoxious noise can be obnoxious like dogs barking noise really loud motorcycles or cars subjective subjective in what sense in the sense of noise. Uh. <laughs> well, subjective means like it's not defined. Exactly. So it's like, are you saying that some people are affected by noise differently? Is yeah. that what makes sense? Yeah. So. Uh, to some people, they embrace noise and they're like, I like a lot of noise. Uh-huh. Other people are like, Francis the Buddhist, wa- Buddhist monks are probably like, no noise. <laughs> Francis the white noise machine. White noise machine? I know people that own that. 
they have to have that running. Is this a drum machine that makes a noise? Huh. And it's called the white noise machine. Okay. It just runs in your room all the time. This noise. It seems like the same thing that you do with like a fan. Yeah. Fan, I think you can accomplish the same results with. Indeed. Indeed. But that makes sense. That people are see some people are affected by noise. They're trying to drown it out. See, that's what that's about. I think people are trying to drown out all the noise <laughs> around them. They try to create more of like a, a peaceful existence. So that's why I was, that's why I was thinking like maybe noise isn't that that good but is a byproduct of the end times maybe a lot of noise is like what the end times society is gonna sound like it's a distraction yeah it's a distraction a noise is a distraction because people are chaotically rambunctiously roaming about the roads speeding and not obeying the laws and thinking rules don't apply to them, texting on their phones, and it's just, it's creating a lot of honking of horns and, like, accidents and <laughs> red light running, cops pulling over. Uh, Individuals. People on edge already on the roads. They're out of control, crazy. Watch out. Ah. <laughs> Mankind roaming aimlessly about on Earth like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> it is like that. Is noise the devil? Well, she can look though besides the next blind man. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to ANC and the Good News Corporation got some fucking outtakes and random shit for ya. We're gonna be discussing the Do's and don'ts of life. Do's and don'ts? And one don't is to not kill yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry, but our friend committed suicide, and no matter what they go, that comes into fruition. Yeah. What do I'm talking about? It comes to fruition if you gonna take your life. <laughs> if you take your life, it comes to fruition that you're dead. Uh-huh. It's back to life. <laughs> it's a- to do or don't <laughs> option. Indeed, you know why we're not. Yep. You either cross the line or you're still with us. Some people fail. Some people fail and try again and succeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. This guy has everything, so... And I have nothing. Let's think about...
Batman for a second. And Riley wants to live more than the guy who has everything. <laughs> I want to live more than the guy that has nothing. Which is where I'm at right now. <laughs> But isn't that funny? I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I don't mean to be all preachy or anything, but it's like, uh, the story in the Bible where the rich man dies and the guy that was, uh, like his beggar at his palace or whatever was in heaven and he was in hell and he was like wanted that beggar guy to like give him some water or something cause his hell was so wretched and horrible and hot hot and he couldn't couldn't do it or it was like something like that it was like something along those lines and it's like kind of the same situation it's like Blake kills himself goes to hell you're like the beggar guy, you know, and you're like in heaven, kind of like you're, even though like your lifestyle is not as good as his, it doesn't matter, like he's in was. hell. Yeah, it was, like he, he's in hell and like your soul could go to the, go to heaven type thing, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, so what, what leg does he have to stand on, really? There's no leg to stand on for him. In his debacle with suicide. <laughs> fucking taking for granted literally everything. situation to deal with um, it's real I've dealt with it before with people in my family my cousin um, yeah, it's just a crazy thing to have you know it's like happened to somebody that you're like connected to closely you know change the subject and talk about the chocolate and how delicious it is yeah cause we need to infuse a little more of the good uh-huh. with the negative uh-huh. we're trying to infuse a little bit of good with the negative here right now we're in a difficult negative kind of situation we need to bring a the- negative space yeah Shadow has been cast upon us. Aura. <laughs> I'm trying to break out of that. Breaking out of it with humor. Good stuff, like what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Chocolate. We're just finding the right consistency. The right... Chocolate mocked it. Chocolate mocked it? (laughs) What? (laughs) Chocolate mocked it? Yeah. What does that mean? Sounds cool. Sounds like a slogan. It just arrives. <laughs> Chocolate mm. mocked it. So they come up with Chocolate mocked it. It's different. 
Sounds kind of cool though, but. Maybe that's the name of the episode. Chocolate mocked it. Uh huh. Potentially. Like it. Liking it a little bit. But the idea of what we're trying to say about the chocolate is it did mocked it. I know what you mean. It's like it's kind of another way of saying it killed it. Yeah. Chocolate mocked it. Because uh-huh. it's like kind of kind of like hating on it, you know, hating like what's up, you know, like representing kind of like hating on the other fools. It says like the best, mm-hmm. and that's what that means, right? What we're trying to say, we're trying to uh-huh. create a slogan that emphasizes that. And I believe that this is a cool thing, but really what it represents, the essence of what it's representing is getting the chocolate to the right level of temperature. Where we're, it just melts in your mouth. It's like right before it starts melting. Uh-huh. The best way to eat chocolate is when it's at the consistency of like just about to melt. It doesn't melt when it hits your fingertips. Once it hits your fingertips, it literally will start to melt if it's at the perfect, like on your, on your fingertips. And that's when you eat. It. That's when you eat it. That's the best way to eat chocolate, and that's when chocolate mocked it. Is what you're saying. Uh-huh. That's what you're trying to emphasize. That's the point. Uh huh. Yeah. I like that. Uh-huh. It's like kinda like mocked it is like I like what you're saying. Like that's like a unconscious content coming out of you. That's like I feel like referring to like mocked it is like kind of like hating. Like you're like a, a mocker is a hater. Kind of like, and so it's like mocked it. It's like chocolate saying, "What's up?" It's like it's like this is the best. This is the best way of doing it. Uh huh. Chocolate mocked it, like mocking him, hating on him. Uh huh. It's like, what's up? What you got? Chocolate mocked it. Just said, what's up? 